What is going on? Welcome to episode, is it 30? Hold on. I think it's episode 30 of the Feel for Football podcast. Well, I am your host, Sanchez Bailey. Let me double check that because I don't want to be wrong. Episode 30, wow. Um, well, here's the bad news now. <laughs> it's going to be a short one. It's Mother's Day and I need to be a family guy. So I'm going to drop a little gem and I'm going to get on to be a family guy and um, as you know I like to especially a recent I like to be inspired let me turn on the, the light in there I like to be inspired by events that go on in the game and I saw something I think it was yeah like whenever I saw it and it was like wow this has to be spoken about you know um, and I'm going to read the quote first I'm going to give a bit of context I'm going to try and make it relatable to every situation um, or every player that might be listening situations that might come or has a rose or what the present state is and then for you to make a decision because this episode is about you making a decision side note i was speaking to a player today and i believe that the the conference league is about to reconvene so credit to you guys and i'm hoping that that will work out in your favor i think it might be a thing where they're introducing the north um, and the south conferences mashing them into one league and going from there so that sounds incredible and it looks like things are moving in the right direction. Let me read to you this quote, though. Goodness, it's a newspaper article. Uh, and it's it's verified. <laughs> anyway, so this is from the Daily Mail. Because I feel like the quotes is a bit more accurate. So, uh, if I read to you the whole article, it's going to give it away. But I'm going to say this first. He saw the players coming in as a massive challenge. People were saying he would lose his place, and he was aware of that. The person's name, his attitude was brilliant. He thought Chelsea were bringing in uh, quality to the club, and he was desperate to win things. He didn't look at uh, he didn't look at that as annoying, or sorry, goodness me, he didn't look at that as anything other than good for the club, good for the team, and a challenge for him. I remember talking to him about it, and he said, "They won't take my place." I'll raise my game. That is. Yes. So that's the information there. I think you have an idea about who this person is. And I'm talking about Mason Mount. Goodness me, I like this guy. He's got a great mentality. He's 22. And um, I'm, Chelsea made or spent about, should I say, about 200 million in the summer. Or over the last two transfer windows, I believe. Um, actually, no, over the summer, just gone. And that included Hakim Zayek and Kai Havertz. Two players that are actually, you know, um, in his position or around his position. And it was already competitive with some of the players that were already at the club. And so the, the thing is for Mason Mount, what he's seen, especially him growing up is, and I don't say this in a condescending way, but foreign players coming in and maybe uh, taking the place of young English talent even at the probably in certain cases where the English talent is superior in terms of quality but maybe the pedigree the stages that they played at makes there a bit more of an allure with those type of players and so with that history repeating itself time and time again in that in, in England could definitely make Mount a little bit concerned about that, especially as he's quite young and, you know, he's, his numbers are not, well, at the time, in terms of last season, his numbers wasn't 
outstanding, they were good and they were promising, but it wasn't outstanding. And I think that this is something that um, a lot, like Mount realised. He, he was mentioned in interviews before, he mentions he needs to get more amongst the goals. He's mentioned that. He wants to get more assists to make those numbers more outstanding. And I think he realised this um, and spoke to his father and literally mentioned, I'll raise my game. So for him to actually say, i raise my game, acknowledges that there's something that needs to be, you know, Im improved from his delivery and performance. And so um, what do I want to speak about today? I'm going to entitle this episode, Fight or Flight. Did I say it right? <laughs> so I'm sure you've heard of the, the terminology. This is almost a human reaction. So let's just say, for instance, you're about to cross the road. And then there's a car coming towards you at a great speed, God forbid. There's two ways that we're going to act. We're going to either fight or flight. So in, in the context of us fighting, fighting would be literally you running to your safety or making a dash or um, challenging the situation as it comes, right? Whereas if you, if you flight, it could be you just staying in the road and you see movies where someone is just frozen, right? And you're thinking, what the hell? Just like move and you'll be fine. You know, you think of a film when a train's coming to somebody or someone just staring and, you know, eyes widening. Um, those instances and examples I'm giving you are actually referring to a psychological incident, which is known as flight, fight or flight, the human instincts. And so we can react in certain ways. And I'm not actually referring to fight or flight in an instinctive manner. That's something that can be developed over time and... You know, sometimes it happens instinctively, so sometimes there's not much you can do about it. However, I'm talking about incidents here in sport that, you know, you guys would encounter when you're playing the game where you can actually make conscious decisions. Now, Mason could have thought, you know what, I might need to go alone or, you know, um, there's, a, there's an agenda against him. He could have easily fought um, or been a bit bitter with one, the manager, the club, the ownership and bitter with the teammates that were the players that were coming in on board so those are ways that he could have uh i don't know how to say this in, in let's just say flopped <laughs> those are the ways that he could have responded to it which was not empowering and not more not very practical at all not not very um complementary to the development of his career so that is dark. Those are easy responses for him to feel. He could easily feel like, here we go again. You know, the, the, the corruption, the politics of the game. You know, just someone that just needed the game time and now it's going to be made hard for me. Maybe bringing in one player might have been fine, but two players. He could have felt all the negative thoughts and feelings and emotions himself. There are some lessons that you can take. So he spoke to someone. He spoke to his dad, but it's, he spoke to someone, you know, about the, the concern, at least. And he's human enough. To at least get to that conversation he didn't just start that conversation by saying i raised my game there must have been a conversation where he spoke about that concern to then make that informed decision and so we need to make sure that we have someone that we can express this to because if he kept that to himself maybe those negative and, and um in unempowering thoughts and feelings could have developed a mount and, and mustered up so that's a lesson in itself but in terms of you know how he responded he was able to to then focus on the challenge, right? That's the most important thing. He perceived this situation and example as a challenge. He saw it as an opportunity to raise his game, to improve himself and to become a better player. 
which makes it a lot more harder for for the manager to make decisions that is against him. Right, maybe an honest conversation needed to happen, but credit to him because I've not seen so much um, from those other two players and they have been criticised whether they've been able to adjust. And maybe some of that is due to the to the rise in prominence of Mason Mount. So credit to him. And that's a mentality that I really want to push to you guys. Um, and maybe you can start thinking of some scenarios in your current career where whether you could re- respond in a way that sets a challenge for you. He said, I'll raise my game, right? He took that responsibility on himself and that challenge to develop himself. So what are some situations and um, you know scenarios that's going on with you? Little or small where you can actually take the responsibility to to take a challenge and develop yourself to improve your scenario at the club. So I've got I've written down a few scenarios that I've encountered recently. I'm not necessarily myself, but with clientele, um, club environment where a club, you know, the dynamics is a bit poor. Maybe, <coughs> excuse me, due to a, <coughs> excuse me, due to a lack of funds, um, you know, maybe some players are training some 23 players are training with first teams or maybe some 23 players are training with younger groups and maybe the the coach is not maybe the the most encouraging at the time the dynamics are a bit awful club could have gone through administration so that could be a situation where a flight fight or flight um decision needs to be made i'm talking lack of game time Something that I like, you know, many players go through. As many players are playing, as as many players are not, you know. So lack of game time. Are you taking that in the most negative way? Are you taking it down and putting it down to uh, politics, or are you taking this as an opportunity to raise your game? Now I speak to a lot of players that actually have a lack of game time, and and it does affect you. And the question is, can you really use this honest uh, this scenario to honestly say that you're using it as a as a way to improve yourself many players feel like because they're not playing they're not able to keep themselves as sharp that is a false narrative and there's every way that you can keep yourself um sharp and i use let's just say jesse lingard as an example jesse lingard has not played for the, for over a year you know but he was able to keep himself sharp and i mentioned that in the the lingard episode so please do not believe that that myth that you cannot keep yourself sharp so there is an opportunity for you to improve and develop yourself even in the midst of a lack of game time. Um, the other one is, I wrote positional competition, just very much like Mason Mount. Are you using that as an opportunity to raise your game? Are you putting in those numbers where the manager cannot drop you? You know, um, And then teams run on form. So maybe you could be in a team that just cannot buy a win. Things are not going great. You know, It's easy for you to, to kind of fall into the negative state. Or are you taking this as an opportunity to to raise your game and to to build yourself up? And I'll give a mild example. I can't think of a particular team, but a team gets relegated, but there's an outstanding player which actually moves on to a bigger cup, right? I think maybe at the time it might have been Zaha when he was at Palace to United. That's when Palace may have got relegated. Um, So there are examples and ways where you can actually raise your game. even in negative scenarios. So I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to go and be a family man now. I do think it was a good and important lesson, albeit short, but it was very much to the point. Can you be impactful and concise and, and still deliver a good message? And move on to uh, move on to next week.
But thank you for for being um, for tuning in. Thank you for the messages. I love hearing people who I wouldn't expect. You know, some are pros, some some international, some some actually just interested in the game. I really appreciate everyone listening, and and it keeps me going. All right, so guys, take care. All the best. Send all your love over this way. It's good to know. And yeah, we'll move on to episode 31 next week. Peace.